This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman, here with you on this fine Friday evening as we close out another week of Orlando Magic Basketball and another week of Magic Drive Time here on 96.9 The Game. And what a terrific performance last night out of this Orlando Magic basketball team. 116-109, to they take down the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, the hottest team in the NBA. The Cleveland Cavaliers were second in the Eastern Conference. They had won 18 of 20, hottest team in the NBA. Paolo Bancaro battling an illness. He was tired, exhausted, worn down from everything that happened to festivities over All-Star Weekend. He finishes with 12 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists on 4 of 15 shooting in 34 minutes. That guy just battled, just gutted it out. Uh, They needed him out there, and he didn't have his best shooting night, but he helped Orlando get a victory last night with a big 3 late. But it was the Mo Wagner show, 22 points, 5 away from a season high. He goes for 7 rebounds as well. And the Magic had six players in double figures. I think it was 10 players that played last night. Everybody scored at least seven points. Cole Anthony was huge, 13 points off the bench. Uh, and Franz Wagner as well. And Jake, I, I tell you what, we have had some impressive wins this year. And I'll start by saying no Donovan Mitchell as well for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, so certainly you, 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 you understand that. They're good enough to win without Donovan Mitchell. They're 6-3 and three without him going into that game last last night. They won 18 of 20. They rattled, I think they were 15 and 7 during a stretch where they didn't have Evan Mobley or Darius Garland. So they they have found a way to play without their superstars out there. And the Magic took it to them. That was as impressive a victory as we've had this season. Yeah, I think when, when you throw all that in, right? Okay, we know no Donovan Mitchell. That's a big loss for them. He's playing MVP caliber basketball yes, this year, yes, not yes, just all star caliber basketball. But this is also a team, like you said, that has dealt with injury issues and 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 almost looked like they've been better at times with guys out um, over the course of the entire season. Going back to New Year's, they're not just the best defensive team in the league. They're like the third best offensive team in the league. Yes, um, yes. That was without largely Garland and Mobley. Both those guys have been back for about 10 games. They've got a nice bench. They've got a whole lot of guys that you would trust as a rotation player. Um, and they have three all-star caliber players on the floor, even without Donovan Mitchell in Garland. And then the two bigs, Mobley and Allen, it's a really tough place to play. They're a good home team. Um, that was a great win. And and as much as we could talk about Mitchell, we didn't have our Paulo Bancaro last night. I mean, that was, you could tell. Well, that's true, too. He, yep. he was fighting through it. Now, he delivered, and he delivered probably the biggest shot of the game, and that's why we love the guy. Um, and he was distributing and doing everything else to start the basketball game in the first half. Um, everything short. I think he started, what, 0 of 6 from the floor or 0 of 5. Right. Um, it was just rocky. And but still, he had a few huge buckets. And then, you know, that's been the identity of this team all season long. OK, Paolo don't got it tonight. OK, maybe it's not even necessarily a Franz night. The bench was absolutely dominant in that game last night, Dante. Like not just, OK, the bench won you the game. 
Um, the bench absolutely destroyed to the tune of 63 to 24. Scored 63 bench points last night. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's a second That's a second unit when you have Anthony Black in there. We had Gary in the starting lineup last night. He played well. You had A.B., Cole, Joe Ingles, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Wagner. That is a great second unit. That's a great yep. bench that you yep. can go, okay, we're going to get something from Cole tonight. We're going to get something from Mo tonight. J.I. doing his thing, 7.7 rebounds. 19 minutes. It was a great win. Mo Wagner was the one. I I don't know if it's a good nickname. I can't figure out exactly how to use it. But all I ever say when Mo Wagner has games like that is this guy brings the juice. He is the juice bringer. Yeah, he's the yeah. bringer of the juice. There's there's yeah. really a great way to phrase it uh, as far as play-by-play goes. But like on nights where, and, and actually I thought it was a pretty spirited game no matter what. It was just Mo was the most spirited. Um, but on nights where you need a little extra boost from somewhere, it just always seems to be from Mo Wagner. And and last night he, you know, that was a game where I, I thought the first half was it was exciting. Like we were back and forth. We opened up oh, yeah. a fourteen point lead. They worked their way back into the game. Um, guys were fighting. You had Tex getting thrown. Both teams shot the ball very well last night. Both teams were above fifty percent. It was one of our best three point shooting nights of the of yes. the year. But we needed somebody to go toe-to-toe with Mobley and Allen last night, and Mo Wagner brought it. Wendell brought it as well. Mo Wagner just had a little bit more juice, uh, so he's the guy who finishes the game out and uh, uh, is on the floor for most of the second half, and and he was outstanding. It was a great team win last night, Dante. I was I was fired up after the game, and not just because we, we've been off for a week. Um, going in, beating a team like that that's been playing that well, even without Donovan Mitchell, that was a good dub. That was a huge win. And listen, there were times where it seemed like there was a bit of a foul discrepancy. I think there was one point we looked at it. There was, I think, 13 personals called uh, on the Magic and just five for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they seemed to be getting to the free throw line. There seemed to be – and the Magic were electric. They had a bounce in their step. It wasn't for lack of aggression. I thought they were the more aggressive team. Um, but they got a lot, kind of a lot of ticky-tack fouls. But they didn't let that bother them. Uh, and, I, and I thought that was huge. They forced 17 turnovers for 28 points off of turnovers for the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a pretty short-handed basketball team. I know not having Donovan Mitchell kind of hurt that a little bit. Don't know that they would have turned it over that much. But, listen, Donovan Mitchell coming back, it might have the same effect that Paolo had. I mean, he, he just might have been worn out from that weekend. So, he, listen, that that is a team that's good enough to beat anybody with or without Donovan Mitchell on their home floor. And the Magic took it to him. But that bench, Jake, I, I thought it was unbelievable. You, you know, you have Jared Allen, who's one of the best rim protectors, in the NBA. You have Evan Mobley, who's one of the best defensive players in the NBA. Uh, and he's made it hard on Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner, third lowest points per game against any team, is against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And that's because of Evan Mobley. And I thought he set the tone. Now, he finished with 14, which is kind of right what he averages uh, against the Cavs. But he had seven right out of the gates. And he went right around Mobley. He went through him. And I thought that was like, okay, here we go. You know, he's kind of exercising his demons. And then Mo Wagner is just dislodging Evan Mobley. He's down on the low block. I mean, he's going through guys. Jared Allen, I mean, he he just lit him up. And he's going through post moves. I mean, he had an old-school post move where he drove baseline and hooked it in uh, over his head. That, that bench came in, Joe Ingles knocking down shots. What a difference uh, it makes, first of all, just to get, I thought, seven days off for this team. But but that, that this, the spirit of that second unit, that came in there. And listen, you had a stretch too where Jalen Suggs takes a shot to the head from Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, so and, and we find out he was available and he could have finished the game, but Cole Anthony was rolling, uh, so you weren't going to take that chance. Uh, you didn't have the luxury, I, I, I think, of maybe having, you know, having Jalen Suggs at his best 
So Cole steps up. Jonathan Isaac, that, that first block he had where he just oh. jumped up and punched it off the backboard uh, and then had the putback dunk. Everybody seemed energized. They seemed to have fresh legs. Joe Ingles knocking down shots. I, I don't know if there's a team in the NBA that needed a seven-day break like this Magic team had. I thought that helped them, and, and that second unit responded. Yeah, and it just seemed like it, it was so encouraging because you're right, like the all the things that Cleveland does well against us is kind of a foil, right? Like the last time when they beat us by, what, 27 points, last time we saw them, we scored 34 paint points. Last night, we worked the ball. I mean, the ball movement in the first half of that of that game was as good as I've seen it. You finished with 26 assists, but you knew it wasn't going to be, you can't just take these guys one-on-one off the dribble and do ISO stuff because you've got these trees waiting on you. The ball moves faster than the defender. So we're snapping the ball around, and this goes from the starters on down to the second unit. I thought that was a huge key, and that's something that is your your coaching staff, that's your scouting, that's knowing your personnel, understanding a game plan against a team that defends the paint well and and, and that has done that well against you in the past. Um, I also thought some of those turnovers, we were reading those passing lanes. We knew yes, what they were going to do in the half court, yes. right? And so I thought we had a really good scout going into that game. I thought, like you said, we had a, a hop in our step throughout the entire 48 minutes. Um, but it just felt like, you're, I mean, you're right. Seven days off, all of a sudden we're more locked in defensively. We're forcing those turnovers. We're getting run outs. Um, but the ball movement, you can always tell when we get tired, the all yeah. kind of bogs yeah. down, right? And 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 it, it turns into some one-on-one stuff, and that's that's going to happen with young teams and with teams as good with with guys as good at at one-on-one stuff as we have. We've got a lot of guys who can rip you off the dribble, but we're absolutely at our best when the ball's snapping around, and that's how you end up making fourteen threes on twenty-five attempts. It's well, that, and that's how you put up. That's how you getting good looks. Yes, and that's how you put up 116 points on the right. best defense in the NBA since right. January 1st. I, I and that's, that's not something that Donovan Mitchell helps out a lot. He's, he he gets steals, <laughs> right? but that's, it's not. It's not that's not the area that he helps out with. Well, now think about this. So, is, is there a difference fast breaks between Joe Ingles and Jalen Suggs? Is there... <laughs> that was you should have heard my call. Maybe we'll bump back with it. We can make it our call of the game. I was with the three of us. Me and Wendell and Tyler were ready for takeoff. As Joe is lumbering his way, <laughs> and the reaction was priceless from his teammates. They were he must he almost smoked that layup. He, that oh, layup did. almost fell off. I mean, Joe. I think Joe got kind of caught in between, and he went up with the left hand. But yes, there's a little bit of a difference uh, when Joe Ingles is uh, rumbling down the floor uh, at his uh, his uh, uncle Joe pace. Yeah, we called it. What do we call it? Fifteen fast break points and two slow break points. <laughs> <laughs> I called it a Joe Chapman type finish. He, he, he's doing it like he was doing his best. That thing, George that thing rolled around the room a couple of times. That almost <laughs> did pop out. Uh, but just a total team effort. And for a guy like that, I mean, you just think he's going to be so critical to this team here down the stretch. And that connection that he already has with Mo Wagner. Listen, it's no secret that, you know, Joe Ingles out there on the floor helps Mo Wagner uh, get, those, get those 22 points. But that was a, that was a game that I don't think you win without Mo Wagner. And I think there's a lot of games that you look at this year where you can say that, where he just brings that. And I know you don't, you know, you feel like you don't have another way to say it, but you know, he does. You look at Mo, you know, he he changes the momentum. I mean, he does. He brings the juice, whatever it is. There's a way that he plays that you can rely on. If you are a head coach in the NBA, that he is going to deliver each and every night. And it may not always translate. It's not always going to translate to 20 points in a game, 
but that effort is going to be there. And you're always you you, you can battle with a guy like that, knowing that no matter what the score is, uh, no matter how much you're down or ahead, that guy only knows one way to play. And I, to me, a guy like that is absolutely invaluable. My my favorite part is, he, as, as you know, I'm not sure, and I'm sure most of the listeners do, I grew up in Cleveland and I worked in Cleveland and I was, you know, a, a former Cavs fan. So I've got a lot of members of Cavs Twitter on my timeline. And when I got home last night and I checked it and even this morning, boy, they're not fans of Mo Wagner. I think I saw Mo Wagner should be jailed. Um, um, I hate Mo Wagner. Uh, I mean, there he upset an entire building full of fans at Rocky yes. Fieldhouse last night with how hard he played. With you know maybe a few of his antics, a few of the uh, the, the the shoulder shrugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, see, I love every last bit of it. Every good team has a player like that, and that yeah, somebody who gets under the. The skin of opposing uh, players and fans, and sometimes officials, uh, and sometimes coaches, and that's what Mo Wagner brings. You need a little bit of an edge, um, and when and he talked about it after the game. You know, it's it, he needs to be himself, but he needs to toe that line where he's not hurting the team or getting technical fouls or or committing dumb fouls or getting outside of his game. And that's something that you have to learn. Like it, it, he has to he has to have that edge. In order to perform the way he did last night, but you know what, Jake? Don't you think he, he picks up the tech last night and he was in? You know, he was pointing at the bench and he was talking to the bench and he was trying to fire it. But I think it was like a little, you know, the guy that's a little passive aggressive and he kind of he says something to someone else, but the person he's talking about is within earshot. Yeah, I think he he could play the game. I think kind of play the game a little bit. But don't you think he's gotten better at that? I he has not. A hundred percent. It's so much under control, I think, this year as opposed to years past. I'll do you one better. I think his brother's done a much better job of controlling his emotions when he's getting hacked okay. every time down the floor. Yeah, true. And 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 it's just a it's just a maturity process. I think I, I think Coach Mosley has a lot to do with that. His consistent messaging to those guys, hey, this is how we need you to play. And and when you sort of toe over the line, um, you you run the risk of hurting the team or you run the risk of you know, you're never going to get a cover with in Franz's case. You're never going to get a call if you complain about everyone, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. Especially one who attacks the bucket like Franz does, or one who plays as physical and 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 as emotionally as Mo does. Um, it's you know, you, you're never going to get it perfect. Some nights you're going to go a little overboard, and some nights you're going to bring it in a little bit under. But if you can kind of keep it in that bubble that Mo's keeping it in, and he really has all season. You're right. I mean, he has grown by leaps and bounds, figuring out how can I help this team, but how can I Stay true to myself, which is, you know, a little Joe Kim Noah, a little Rod Artest. He's got a he's got a little of that, um, the little of that fighter in him, and and you need those guys, I think, on successful teams. And and he's done a great job of it. And I think his brother has as well of, uh, of of kind of staying within themselves over the course of a of an eighty two game long season. Well, it's a good point. It's, it certainly is. But it's a great win for this Magic team last night, taking down the Cavs one sixteen to one oh nine. The Magic win last night. You win too with Papa John's pizza. You're going to get 50% off regular menu price order all day today at papajohns.com. Just use that promo code MAGICWIN. Favorable schedule ahead for this Magic team beginning tomorrow in Detroit. That might scare some Magic fans. We'll have a closer look when we return to Magic Drive Time after this. 
From the Bay Area to the city beautiful, the Golden State Warriors are making the cross-country trip to face off the Orlando Magic on Wednesday, March 27th. Be at Kia Center for this big game and catch all the action live as Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, and the Magic go up against Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and the rest of the Warriors during their only visit to Orlando this season. Don't miss out. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com and be ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Oh, young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items, to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X-Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on, what? Powerful performance in tough conditions. <laughs> yep, that's Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive, intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah, bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third row seating. A panel what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Movement that inspires. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and our driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster 
Investor gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. This is Mo Wagner of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. And welcome back to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Dick Chapman here with you. The Magic are off tonight. They're going to be back at it tomorrow as they host the, or as they visit the Detroit Pistons. Two games remaining on this road trip are upcoming games, look ahead, powered by Ticketmaster. The Magic will play the Detroit Pistons tomorrow, 8 o'clock. We'll have it for you at 7.30 right here on 96.9 The Game and 7.30 on Valley Sports Florida. And then close out this road trip on Sunday against the Atlanta Hawks. Our arch nemesis, our rival, need to go to Atlanta and find a way to beat these pesky Hawks. And we'll have that for you. That's a 7 o'clock game on a Sunday. So 6.30 pregame show right here on 96.9 The Game and 6.30 on Valley Sports Florida. And Jake, you start looking at the schedule, okay? The Miami Heat did not play last night, so the Magic move a half a game ahead of Miami. Uh, so they now are leading the Southeast Division. They're in seventh place by themselves. They're a half game behind the Indiana Pacers. You play them two more times, by the way, on your floor. So how huge is that, right? You can win the season series with just one more win uh, and, and own the tiebreaker as far as that goes. You, I don't know that you'll catch Cleveland, but you tied the season series with them. Um, and, and so now you're a half a game out of six with the Philadelphia loss last night, you are a game and a half behind the Sixers and the Sixers play tonight against the Cavs who are going to get Donovan Mitchell back and are going to be mad about last night. So you could pick up another half a game, uh, on them. The Miami heat are in action here tonight. You need to find a way they're at New Orleans. I don't know if anybody's playing hotter at home than the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, so, the, so two teams that you're rooting for here tonight are the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New Orleans Pelicans, and you can pick up a half a game on Philadelphia and gain another half game on Miami. But you look at Orlando's schedule, 26 games remaining. You have 11 on the road, right? So you have 15 at home, 11 on the road. Your next, starting tomorrow, it is a seven a game of seven, a stretch of seven consecutive games where every opponent is under 500. This is what you've played all year for Jake. To me, this is the. I know you have the eight game homestand coming up. I know you have all this. To me, this is the most critical stretch of the entire season. You can really make some movement here in the Eastern Conference as you play your next seven games against opponents under five hundred. Yeah, and I know that, and I know that scares Magic fans because that's typically where we have a letdown. But this is where, to me, we will learn an awful lot about this team and what they want to do this year based on these next seven games. Even on the other side of the seven, right? Like Then then you go to New York, and you're home for Indiana. Yeah. And then you have Brooklyn, Toronto, Toronto, Charlotte. So, I mean, you're talking you're right, about stretch. Right. And then you begin your eight-game homestand, um, or or that's part of it. I think the, the Toronto-Charlotte are the first two games of that homestand. Um, it's all in front of you, man. And look, and, and when you look at at what the teams ahead of you are doing um, as far as the Eastern Conference goes. Dante, Philadelphia and Milwaukee have both lost 7 of 10. Those teams have yes. fundamental issues going on right now. I can't, You can't turn the TV on without hearing something bad about what's going on in Milwaukee. I mean, there's just a whole lot of noise. Yes, they've got a whole lot of talent. I have a feeling they're not as bad as losing 7 out of every 10 games. They're going to figure it out at some point, but... It might it might be too late. I mean, you've got injury issues ahead of you. You've got chemistry issues ahead of you. And you feel like, okay, we're healthy. We know who we are. Didn't make any drastic moves at the deadline where we've got guys we need to coach up and right, take right. to and we're doing X, Y, and Z. 
it's it's right there for you. You have the fact that you have by far the hardest part of your schedule behind you. I mean, you have yes, the, yes. quote unquote strength of schedule remaining as far as um as far as opponent combined win percentage goes. And you've got that homestand, and here you are, six games above five hundred. It's been it's it that's a win. I mean, to be at this point is is uh, far beyond the expectations that we had, I think, when we set out to begin this whole thing. And you're right. Now you have to go out and you got to take care of the games that you should, quote unquote, should win um, on paper. But it, it, it's a good place to be right now. And with a whole bunch of home games on the horizon as well. Um, that's why last night felt so so big is I don't know. No, no Donovan Man. Mitchell, but winning in Cleveland is not easy. And that that crowd is into it. Out of the All Star break, everybody was rested. That was that was a, a a win that I think even in you know going back to December, I'm not sure we would have gotten. I I, I feel like um, I feel like we saw growth last night. And that's definitely a very good sign. Well, and you can understand if they lost that one. That's a, that's a, sure. the hottest team in the NBA. They lost 18 of 20, and you're going in saying you know it, yes, you, you feel like you can win every game, but there's no shame in losing that game last night. And then you regroup, but that but but to pick up that win, not only what it does for your confidence. Uh, and you had lost five in a row on that floor. You had lost eight of ten to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But what it does for your confidence? But now you pick up a half a game uh, on Miami. You know you can try to get a little separation. You keep your you you keep pace with Indiana, and you gain a game on Philadelphia. These these are all huge. And if you got the Magic, for the most part, have handled their business against the teams that they're supposed to beat. They let one get away against Memphis, but I can't think of a time where they let their guard down. Uh, it, it lost, uh, you know, to a team that they should have beaten, and hopefully that trend can continue uh, here down the stretch. Because we said it on our podcast, and for those that you know haven't listened to the last couple of versions of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, what if Doc did put it together in Milwaukee? Right now, you're four games back of Milwaukee for third. Right? What? What if? What if they can't put it together? What if you know? What? What if Joel Embiid doesn't come back? What if they can't get things sorted out? What if Julius Randle has surgery? And you win the season series, and and they can't figure it out. So a, a lot has to be decided, and you have put yourself in position, as you just mentioned. It's all in front of you, 26 games to go. Handle your business. Regardless of what happens, it is just phenomenal to be talking playoff picture for this Magic team here down the stretch. Have a great weekend, everybody. The Magic and Pistons tomorrow, 730, right here on 96.9 The Game. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.